Hello and welcome to the Unsupervised Parents Podcast, where every week we bring you the entertainment that is our daily life with twins. We try to make sense of it and give you guys some tips along the way. Hello and welcome to Unsupervised Parents today. How are we doing, Brian? I'm doing pretty good, Katie. How about yourself? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. So I was thinking, last time we talked about shit, and I was thinking, you know how we, like, every time they poop, you're, like, excited, and you're like, good job, and you go through potty training? Like, when does that stop? When do you stop getting people to say, like, good job on that poop? Nobody ever tells me good job. Exactly. So when in your life did that stop? It's more like, Brian, I need you. You've been in there too long. What are you doing? I know. I'm just wondering when the transition occurs. Well, I don't want them to poop. Poop's gross. But we're getting into like the exciting phase. Like, oh, that's a poop. You took a poop. Yay. Doesn't sound very exciting to me. (laughs) Anyway, on today's episode episode four of unsupervised parents we're going to talk about some sleep deprivation so we're going to go back to before we had kids so this has been an issue for you hasn't it brian yeah for a really really long time actually it came to the point where i did a sleep study and was even taking a sleep medication that I found out if you take all the time turns you psychotic. <laughs> so I was asked by the doctor to immediately stop taking that medication. Yeah, I remember when you stopped and that was a really rough week for you. Actually, probably two weeks. Well, it was this whole behavior modification protocol where you woke up at the same time every day no matter what and no napping was allowed. So I slept a total of seven hours i think it was in eight days yeah i remember that so you would have nights where you would wake up and not really remember right i don't think they were quite night terrors yeah they were once i went to the sleep doctor they called them parasomnias and what it would be is this mixture of you don't know if you're dreaming but you're not really awake either And then I would come to and get embarrassed and then roll over and go to sleep. (laughs) So one of my favorite ones was you had installed a fan in our room like three years prior. And one night you woke up like out of a dead sleep and you're like, who installed that fan? And you're just staring up at it. And I'm like, what is going on? I think that was the first time I realized that you have some sleep issues. With the fan? With the fan. I even left some of my blood on the ceiling in the installation of that fan. Yeah. And I'm like, you installed that three years ago. So the reason I bring up your sleep problems is because I used to make fun of you. And now, well, not anymore because I sleep more than I did. But those fir- that first year, I would say, of having the twins was really rough with sleep. And I think I started to develop those episodes that you had. Yeah. So I would, I like, we never did any bed sharing or anything like that. So the first. Wait a second. You and I share a bed all the time. Wait. <laughs> I mean, 
Uh, it's called bed sharing when kids sleep in your bed. Ugh. Yeah, which you nixed right away. Well, there was, I would never sleep. But we actually didn't share a bed the first three months. Because where did you sleep? It was not for three months. Okay, two months. Not even. Okay, where did you sleep? Uh, well, after the first few weeks, I had to move out of the master bedroom. <laughs> Why did you have to move out? Because I was up all night. So, after we had the twins, Brian was still working. So, I told him to sleep in the guest room so that he could continue working and try to get some sleep. So, I took on the night duty, which I and I still agree with. I think we did the right thing because you were the only one working at the time. And my job was a full-time mom at the time. But they would cry all night and I would still be up, so it wasn't really that big of a help. Yeah, that's true. So, however it works for your family, that's how it worked for us. But I, it definitely... You guys send us a bunch of hate mail, just stop. <laughs> like, I don't care. Uh, it was an agreed-upon situation. Um, so, I realized I wasn't getting a lot of sleep when I started having those episodes in the middle of the night. So actually it still happens occasionally, but it used to be like every night and I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would search my bed like crazy, like digging through the sheets, thinking a baby was in the bed. And I never understood why it happened because we never shared a bed. Like I understand the parents that actually have a baby in the bed, but we've never once had a baby in the bed. Yeah, it's crazy. I think it's even more interesting that you told me that it happens when you sleep at work. Yeah, it happens all the time at work. Well, not so much anymore, but yeah, like I would wake up and I would like jump out and be like, they have to be in a crib. They can't just be crawling around the floor. And I would turn on my light at work and I would search the room and then I would like come to and realize that I wasn't even in the same city as them. I wish they could stay at work with you. Yeah, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> Actually, what's funny about that is Brian said early on that he was going to... So, a lot of fire departments have a safe haven law, so it's essentially you can drop off a newborn. I think they have to be, like, only a couple weeks old. You can drop them off and leave them with a safe person, like a firefighter, and leave no questions asked. So that's a good alternative for people who are going to do something harmful to their kids. Um, so that's the serious side. So yeah, that's the serious side. So Brian was saying that he was going to drop them off, just ring the doorbell and leave. And then I was thinking, what if he did it at the wrong station? Because I am not so always at the same. as a joke, I was going to do this. <laughs> because I do think, I still think that it would be a funny prank. But Katie's phrasing this as if I would actually use the safe haven. Okay, anybody that knows you, though, knows you would be joking. We're only like three or four episodes in. If we have people that don't listen to this... Okay, so Brian has a know. sick, sick sense of humor. It's extremely dry. <laughs> and you'll pick up on it eventually. And it's uh, a little bit crusty sometimes. But once you really get past that crusty exterior, you get to know... The lovey-dovey He's a softie at heart. 
Just a big teddy bear. <laughs> so I was thinking how badly that joke would go if I was at a different station and like social services gets called and all this stuff happens. Yeah, but that would actually make it even funnier if we had to go through social services to get them back. I never went through with it, though, which was unfortunate because that would have been an epic prank. But with the oxygen and all that. Yeah, it was too much. It just wouldn't have gone well. So, talking about sleep deprivation, it obviously, the first six months, you don't really have a choice. Like, it's going to suck you might get lucky and have a kid that sleeps through the night you might have twins and you have one or the other that's up and you pretty much never sleep so it's really whatever works with your spouse so ours is probably unpopular opinion because I wanted to take on the night roll because I was pumping or breastfeeding so it just made sense for me to do it but that's like a really good conversation to have with your spouse. I would go further than that because Katie not only wanted to take on the night role, but she refused help when offered to the point where it came to a head and it was forced. Yeah, I would, uh, looking back, I would accept help earlier. Because when I started dreaming, like when I started having those episodes and I was the most tired I'd ever been in my life, I couldn't really function anymore. Every night, though, it was like, I'll take it tonight. I'll take it tonight. No, no, you need to sleep. You have to work. No, you need to sleep. You have to work. So then after weeks of this, it comes to a head where where Katie just crashed. And she, she could not. She literally could not do it. She was in bed at like seven. And I took the night, and luckily, you know, everything worked out. She, they didn't wake her up or anything. But yeah, I think it's hard when you're breastfeeding or pumping because you're, you have to get up anyway, or you wake up in pain if you get those extra hours. So it's like a fine balance. I mean, I was breastfeeding too, but like I, I didn't get as much milk as Katie got. You wouldn't breastfeed even if you could. Well, I've been benching, trying to get some milk in there, and it's not working. So I'm just one of those um, stay-at-home moms that can't breastfeed. I Yeah, I was going to say something, but I won't even go into it. She can't even like go into <laughs> that joke and how wrong it was in so many ways that she's just stumped. Yeah. Um, anyway. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I think the whole point of talking about this is just to figure out what works for you, and then accept help when it's offered. And everybody says that, but as we know, sleep is like everything in your life. So if you're not sleeping, it affects everything else. Everything. So, yeah, I think that's all I have for sleep deprivation. You have anything else, Brian? If you have episodes where you run to the closet and then change your clothes or take off your clothes or put on your clothes, <laughs> uh, you too should... This was... She's laughing. I wasn't really even going to go into your more embarrassing part episodes. Of my, part of my episodes. Um, 
do what I did and get a sleep study done because maybe something can help you. So if you're not getting oxygen, like I wasn't. Like he would wake up and wonder who was in his bed. Yeah. And it would be his girlfriend of like six years. Or my wifey. Or your wife. Or I guess one of my wives. Hopefully those are the same. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's about all we have for you today. Till next time on Unsupervised Parental Units. Bye.